do something good for our legacy. And you know, I want you all to include in my legacy that I had the opportunity to interview uh, the Honorable LaRonda Patrick, <laughs> who is the newly elected mayor of one of Robbins, Georgia. And the reason I want to make it part of my legacy is because of the history making element of her. You know, it's her legacy, but I'm trying to I'm trying to cheat a little bit and put it on my legacy too, and it will be a part of it. Because I'm so honored and enthused and excited about interviewing this young lady who, you know, you know, is an inspiration and a motivation for a lot of reasons uh, to all of us. You know, she's a young lady and she decided to not just sit on the wayside uh, and, and wish that somebody make some improvement or improvements or some, some adjustment adjustments in her hometown. She said, well, I'll tell you something. Hmm, I think I'll run for mayor. And lo and behold, she did. She <laughs> has. And she is newly elected. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Habersham. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for, for being on this show. I know you're busy particularly you in the first few days of your administration. And before we talk about all the good things you're going to do in Warner Robbins, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. How you pull that coup, girl? How you pull that coup? <laughs> well, you know, I'm uh, Warner Robbins is my home. Um, I am the child of an Air Force veteran. My dad served for 22 years and retired at Robbins Air Force Base, and that's what brought us to Warner Robbins, Georgia back in 1994. Um, I am uh, a wife and a mother. My husband is a retired captain from uh, the Army, um, 82nd Airborne, and I have a four-year-old son who's very active and he takes up most of my free time when I have free time to take. Um, I'm a graduate of Northside High School here in Warner Robins. I graduated 20 years ago, class of 2001. And I'm very active in my church and in my community, uh, member of Fellowship of Baptist Church, 27 years. And for a community, I'm involved in a couple local nonprofits. You didn't just get into uh, community involvement. You got a long history of it, which is important. And, and one thing that, that I want to do, uh, Mayor Patrick, is I want people to pay particular attention to, to this episode because it's so enlightening and so historical as it relates to your accomplishment in being elected the first African-American and female? Yes, you sir. First female? Yo, I'm you, first female elected, yes, sir. It's a, just a double whammy, you go, girl. <laughs> You know, uh, mayor of uh, the great city of uh, one of Robbins, uh, uh, Georgia. So just what's on the horizon for you? You know, I know that there is a particular motivation for you offering yourself, you know, to, to be the mayor. So just what do you have in mind? Well, for 
for me, it's important for us to get back to community. Uh, most of my platform is going to be dealing with something when it comes to community. Um, my passion in running for office started back in 2005 when I worked at the state legislature, when I realized that community people weren't on the agenda as they should have been. So I saw that as a new college graduate and um, my heart stayed with wanting to serve the public at the, at the capacity from a public office. Um, so when, when the opportunity came and um, I started going to meetings and seeing what was happening in our city and what was happening in cities that surround us, um, I really knew it was my time to not just be, not just be complacent, but actually try to be the change I wanna see. Um, for the city of Warner Robins and all the areas that surround us, I mean, our area is, is great. To me, middle Georgia is the best, the best place in Georgia, middle Georgia. Um, for us to be in, in the number of one of the largest cities in our state as a whole, um, we have a great platform to bring about community programs, projects, um, things that's gonna advance the entire middle Georgia area just by doing some things different, um, getting back to the basics, which is community service, um, giving us some spaces for community events, which Macon is overflowing with. Um, we have, as a city, the city of Warner Robins has been left behind um, by, the, by those that surround us. And I'll even venture to say, most cities that surround us, they are doing loops around us, literally. Um, we're just behind in, in our innovation and um, industry. Uh, and, we, and it's time for us to take our seat, our rightful place, and make some change here so that we are not continuing to be left behind um, by others. It's very, very interesting. And I think that you're on the right track because when I talk to different heads of governments, if you please, they talk about regionalism and, and, and unselfishness. And it seems to me that that's gonna be part of your platform and you're gonna join at the hill. But you know, it's just, it makes sense that as a unified region, uh, economically, socially, uh, politically, you know, educationally, in all of these areas, I think that it makes a lot of sense for us to kind of join together and move the entire, you know, community, all of these communities um, forward. So I want to congratulate you again and, and thank you for, for appearing. Okay, next question. How can groups, organizations, and individuals assist you in your conceived agenda for moving uh, one Robbins forward from a community and all other different perspectives that you have? Well, community partnership is important. Um, there are many resources right there in the community that the city itself may not have. Uh, we may not have the expertise in certain areas that um, different nonprofits may have, for example. So we look to our community um, and different organizations throughout middle Georgia to help us in progressing whatever the agenda is at that time. Um, for example, uh, you mentioned regionalism and we are in the same region. 
And Robbins Air Force Base is a major drive for Macon, Bibb, and also for Warner Robbins, of course. And we are there's actually a grading system that the federal government uses to grade bases and military installations. And all of us are connected in that grading scale. So if we all succeed together, it helps installations like Robbins get more programs, more missions, more people. It helps them grow and it helps all of us grow. So something that we both, uh, Macon Bibb and Warner Robbins, um, both have as issues right now, one thing would be crime. So I use this as an example to show how community partners can come into play because for both of our, both of our municipalities, crime, of course, we're gonna deal with public safety. Um, their jobs are to protect, to serve. But at the community level, prevention, Proactive crime prevention may be something that's offered by an organization or a mentoring program, which, which helps close the gap uh, when there's any kind of economic deficiency, which helps fuel crime in both of our areas. So hearing from organizations that has its own expertise um, that can fit together in our whole overall mission, that's what I'm going to be looking for. I want to utilize the resources we have here at home without looking for national programs who don't know anything about Macon Bib or Warner Robins. So I'm extremely excited. I'm extremely passionate about getting all the community partners to come together and let's really make some solid change in our area. Oh, that that just makes that just makes uh complete sense. Uh, let's flip the switch a little bit. <clears throat> so how have you been received? You know, one of the things that's keeping you, uh, LaRonda, it breaks my heart that rather than looking at things holistically, it seems that both, that we just have a tendency, you know, as citizens to, to be too racially inclined, you know? And it really breaks my heart because the bottom line is if you cut me, I'm gonna bleed red. And if you cut somebody of a different ethnicity, they're gonna bleed red too. So you're being an African-American and female in, in a city like Warner Robins. I know that you realize that, and I know it's your desire, you know, to, to pull the community together. So how have you been received and have you taken any initiative to make sure that people understand that all of us, not only from a, a Warner Robins perspective, but also just like you said, and I'm so happy to hear you talk about the regionalism and how you are desirous of combining with uh, other contiguous counties the, the, because that would really make a difference. So how have you been accepted and what do you uh, intend to do to make sure that everybody understands that it's for the betterment of the entire community for us to work together? Well, that is a loaded question that I'm so happy you asked because I have so much to share when it comes to that. But of course, I will take up the rest of your day and tomorrow going through everything I've had to deal with. 
But um, in a nutshell, it's been very difficult. It's been one of the most challenging things I've ever had to do was break down racial barriers right in your face. Um, when I decided to run for, when we decided for me to run for mayor, I knew um, there'd be a challenge because of the way that I look. I, I'm a double minority and I'm, and I'm younger than the typical politician in our areas. Um, but after I won, that's when I started hearing the nasty comments and, um, and um, names that people were saying right here in the city of Warner Robins that worked for the city. So essentially these people, these are individuals who um, work with me, who lead with me, their department heads, their staff members that's been here for, you know, 20 plus years even. And I'm having to communicate with them and talk and try to pull them over to say, hey, I'm LaRonda Patrick. I am a human being just like you. And as you stated, blood, all blood is red. Um, that's been a challenge because I'm coming in as someone they would see as a, as a boss. You know, um, I say that I am leading with others. I don't see myself as I'm up here, everyone else is behind me. But I have to put a lot of emphasis on leading with others. I have to do things differently than other people would have to do in this role. Um, because it's important, and I know that this is what it, I know this is what it is. I mean, we can be naive all we want, but some people aren't, they do not like the fact that their boss, that their city is ran by someone who looks like me. So I have to, in turn, make sure they're not feeling inferior to me. I can't, I can't show that I'm superior to anyone. So I have to come down to the same level as everyone. And I have to lead with that every time. Like I overemphasize leading with others. We're at the same footing. Um, even when we had our, our inauguration and we had a cake, traditionally in our city, the mayor cuts the cake and it takes all the photos. But what I did is I said, this is inauguration for all of us mayor and council members, we're gonna cut the cake together. So we all got onto that thing and we cut the cake. And then someone said, well, the second piece, you should cut it and we'll take a picture of that. And I said, no, we're doing it together. So we all cut the second piece together. And I have to do things like that because I'm not gonna be judged or received the same way as others were. So that's the hardest part of always having to show like teamwork, we're in it together, you know, almost at the same equal footing because you have the, the risk of people thinking she's not able to lead up front. She's not able to lead on her own. And I am, I'm able to do it. I'm capable of doing it. I'm prepared to do it. I'm designed to do it. But because of this county, which is a red county, because I'm so different than anyone else on that mayor, that mayor um, wall. I have to be, I have to be perceived a certain way to make people think, oh, she's safe. She's okay. She's not an angry black woman. And she doesn't think she's better than us. Um, so that's a, a, a big adjustment for me. All those things are true. I don't think I'm better than anyone, but my title alone puts people in a certain headspace. And I have to be aware at all times of how I'm being received and perceived by people just because of the way that I look.
How has that gone? You know, I think um, that I, I, it's my understanding that you've been meeting with department heads and, and what have you. And, and let me tell you this, you know, those minds are intangible and they can be changed. Yes, sir. And I think that you are taking the right approach to you to, to changing them. You know, you know, they they're pushing one button at this point, but I think that there's another button within within them that can be pushed. And I think, not that you asked me for counseling, <laughs> <laughs> I think that you're using the right approach because it has been shown and it has been proven and you have all of the, the ingredients and the components, you know, that will put you at an advantage, you know, to make sure that you get the kind of buy-in that you have to have. And so I wanna know how that is going, but let me tell you something that, um, that amazes me. I don't see, I, I have difficulty understanding how and why people pursue programs, philosophies and approach that are detrimental to their own being. I, I, I mean, you know, it's kind of like acting against your own interests. Now I'm, I'm working on solving that and as soon as I find the solution, I'll let you know. Yes, but, sir. But how, how, yeah, you're welcome. How has that gone? I mean, and I think that's the right approach, but you know, and that, you know, I, I, I just know that that has to be, you know, in the red state in the red county, that that has to be a problem for you and that I know that you're utilizing that approach to address it. So how has it gone? Um, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Um, I have people that I already know are going to be problem children. Um, trying to do everything diplomatically and politically correct is, is hard. When I just want to say, well, you're shooting your own self in the foot by saying these things. And I had a meeting with my with department heads um, just last week. And I told them, I said, um, I'm very big on transparency and, and open communication. So we had everyone in the room. And by this time, people are reaching out to me in different departments, different staff members, and they're talking, they're sharing names. They're saying, this person says this about you, be careful for them. You know, so I brought all the department heads into a meeting and I stated, you know, there are some of you who will not get behind um, a mayor that looks like me because of your own upbringing and your limited way of thinking. You are going to feel a certain way about me and that's okay. I'm not going to take it personal because it's, this is a business, but I must make sure that, you know, this is what I told them, make sure that you understand that as department heads, you are considered my administration. So you will be forever in the history books as being in the administration of the first elected female, the first elected minority, 
and the first elected African-American mayor. And if you cannot handle being attached to me for, through, throughout history, then maybe you should make your exit. And that's how I had to give it to them because um, I had to make sure, you know, I, I just had to really paint the picture for them. Like, I'm not going anywhere. I deserve to be here. But you are a part of me, like it or not. And if you can't get in line, if you can't see past the physical, then you're going to write your own path to get out of here. You don't have to be here, but I do have to be here. So only one of us has an option. The other one doesn't. Right. So what is it going to be? So I do things like that. And I'll tell them like the walls talk. So you may think nobody, you may think that I'll never know what you truly think about me, but trust me, they're calling and people are telling me names. So I say things to make them aware. Times are changing, you know, and you have to get in line or get left behind. And being left behind is going to be a detriment to themselves. Um, some people have already when they found out I won, some people retired early and that hurt my feelings a little bit because I'm like, you didn't even get to know, you didn't even get to speak to me. Like, do you hate me so much that you want to retire early rather than be a part of the administration? But that's the world we live in. But I mean, thank God everybody isn't like that. Yeah. And, I, and I remind you of the civil rights movement it would not have happened without the support of the majority community. So everybody does not feel like that. There are some people out there, it may not be the majority at this point, who feel, who are happy and who will support you. And there are some who won't. But, you know, thank God that it is not uh, everybody. Yes, sir. That is very, very important. Well, is there a way, and, and I want to give a shout out to, uh, if I may, you know, to your um, Saturday night, you know, I wasn't able to make it, but it's my understanding that somebody, I got an invitation to a reception um, for you. How did that go? It went great. It was more than I could have ever asked for. Um, Forrest B. Johnson and Associates uh, reached out to me by attorney Leitra Maxwell, never, never met her or attorney Johnson before, wanting to do this just to celebrate the um, historic moment in our, in our city. And um, they took care of everything, like every detail, they took care of it. And it was just amazing to see um, those who I've already, I've always known, donors, volunteers, um, just supporters, also get to see some of the Macon community who I didn't have, who I hadn't had a chance to meet with. Um, I make sure I send, I send it to people. Um, even I send it to Mayor, Mayor Miller as well um, via text message. I just want to make sure, you know, everybody had an opportunity to come out if they wanted to, just so I can have a chance to meet them as soon as possible. So it was, it was great. It was, the food was great and the band was amazing. Um, it was a band that came together just for that event and they allowed me to name the band. So the band is called Inaugural 16. So um, this is inaugural because inauguration, that was a, his, that was a history of the week. But 16, because I'm the 16th 
mayor for Warner Robins. Okay. So Inaugural 16 is an amazing band. Um, you should definitely have them if you have any events coming up. <laughs> but you know, they were already a band or, or they, they just kind of different musicians come together for it? Different musicians coming together. They've known each other, you know, just from playing, especially in Macon. You know, you guys have opportunities for live band and live music all the time. So they've always known who each other was, but they did, all came together, all the pieces specifically wow. for that event. Yeah, well, that's outstanding. That's outstanding. Well, is there any other kind of support that citizens like me people who wish you well, and it's okay, you know, if you wanna, um, if you need campaign donations or what. So in what areas can we give you support? Well, um, the support I've gotten so far has been amazing. And, and thank you so much for supporting me, you and your wife. I appreciate everything. Um, when I first met you at that uh, event, and when I first met you, I said, I'm meeting the legend, Alex Habersham, because that's what you are to me. You are a legend. So the support I need most now is advice. Advice from people who've been in the community for years, um, not having to make mistakes that's already been made or try something that hasn't worked before. I look to people like you to show me the way. Um, I didn't get here by thinking I know everything because I never proclaimed to know everything. I'm smart enough to know the most successful people surround themselves by people smarter than them. And that is, you are one of those people. So any support, advice, lunch, keep me in line, I don't need yes people. I need people to help me be the best I can be. And that's what I ask. Well, I plan to do that. And mm -hmm. I'm sure that there are other people under the sound of your voice that are willing to do that. So if that is maybe an email address, because I know you're very busy, that um, somebody can reach out to you who would want to support you then I would suggest that you give that to us. Yes, sir. Or they, or they can call me, you mm -hmm. know, just to keep some of that weight off of you. My number is 478-338-1647. That's my cell number. But then, you know, maybe they could send an email to you because I'm sure And what, the piece of advice that I'm going to give you, the Honorable Mayor, <laughs> Capital L-A, Capital R, La Ronda Patrick, <laughs> is that there are people, although they not, might not be as pronounced and not as apparent as the, the naysayers and the negative ones are, there are some on the other side. So don't, don't, don't be too, there are some on the other side who understand, who, who, who understand the benefit of working together and who understand also, watch me, that a rising tide raises the whole ship. They are out there and they will support you. You got a minute to, for your final words. Well, once again, thank you so much for allowing me to be on your wonderful show. I'd love to come, come back again and, and speak some more. Um, 
And I just look forward to working uh, with the regional um, objective, making sure all of us succeed and, and we maximize um, we maximize performance in our area by utilizing each other's resources as well. So thank you so much. Thank you, Ms. Crum. And I look forward to seeing you soon, Mr. Habersham. Oh, you will. This is a call to action. I'm your host, Alex Habersham. I'm having an interview uh, the Honorable LaRonda Patrick, the mayor of one of Robbins, who's coming in with a regional perspective. Have a great day. www.makingblackpages.com